Anthony on Air Podcast back for another episode, and it's brought to you by our good pals over at Jumpstart Coffee Company. More on those guys in a second. We're talking about Clinton and his secretive meeting with some Epstein-linked billionaires in the Hamptons. Um, R. Kelly and Drake in the news together. Miles Teller seems to be a douche. Joe Rogan's no longer COVID positive. Joe Biden's got a cheat sheet, plus he's declassifying a bunch of 9-11 documents. Tory Spelling has completely transitioned into a Kardashian. Oscar De La Hoya has COVID. Rick and Morty. And I still don't want to go to Frank's brother's birthday party. It's going to happen. Just just let it, let it happen. I'm fighting it as much as I possibly can. Get over as it. As much as I possibly can. Um, the Clintons, boy, these two, uh, you know, and by the way, there's a lot of Clinton stories coming up because that uh, television show is coming to something. The impeachment, they're they're basically telling the story of of Clinton's impeachment of Clinton's impeachment with uh, the girl there. What's her name? Monica, Monica Lewinsky. Lewinsky. Thank you. Man, are you all right today? <laughs> been a hell of a week. You need some jumpstart coffee. I do. I haven't had my Jumpstart coffee. That's what it's been. I've been away all day. I haven't had Jumpstart coffee. Um, See, this show is shit because I can't, uh, you know, can't pull it together. I don't have my my go juice, as I like to call it now. Um, But um, there's a lot of stories about Clinton because that impeachment show is coming to uh, TV. They're they're starting that up soon. Never heard of that. Yeah. They should get Daryl Hammond to play him. Wouldn't that be funny? Um, Amer- I don't actually don't know who's playing him. American Crime Story Impeachment, which is going to focus on the affair with Monica Lewinsky. That's coming up either this week or next. No, next week. Oh, is that like the new, like well, the last one was OJ? Yes. And they, they do a different yep. thing every season. Cool. That is exactly that is exactly what it is. So, and I'm sure like it's same thing with like OJ. I'm sure there's going to be like a a, a whole bunch of big names big big names yeah and probably some new news and things like that coming out like who who knows you know yeah i wonder if they'll touch on anything we don't already know i wonder i wonder we'll have to wait and see but there it is frank uh you can see uh this is a really tough story for me too because bill just remember that artist writers game i talked about the fact that he helps raise like a ton of money for some great charities just by showing up he basically he showed up again and i think they did really well Um, that's good that's a positive it's a positive i'm I'm super excited about the charities uh still uh worried that they're associating with him though Uh, anyway this is sag harbor this is tuesday who you're looking at here is obviously uh president clinton uh he was boarding a yacht with alfonso and pepe fanjul that's a name, man. Uh, F-A-N-J-U-L in Sag Harbor. Um, Pepe Fanjul was close to Jeffrey Epstein, appeared in his black book uh, with wealthy and influential contacts. Everybody's been talking about that. Fanjul brothers, who own a sugar and real estate empire worth over $8 billion, have been close to the Clinton family for decades. Alfonso, who's 84, a longtime Democratic donor, uh, and Jose, 77, donated to Donald Trump's re-election campaign. Mm. Pretty interesting. Mm, fascinating. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Chelsea, Hillary, Bill have all been spotted in the Hamptons over the last couple of weeks. Like I said, everybody has been. Has everybody been seeing that? Because I have. I don't know if it's just because I live out here. Seeing what? Uh, all the all them like walking on the beach, and they got Chelsea walking in in uh, East Hampton. I feel like she's she's gonna be walking somewhere. What do you you know? Like, why yeah. is this news? She's she's living. She's gonna be somewhere. I just think it's news because that this. Uh, oh, that they're together. Show. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know what the you know connection to Epstein is was with this guy. Who knows? I mean. To be fair, Epstein had contacts everywhere. Right. I mean, that's why he was so popular with among the elite, you know, the, the billionaires and whatever. Right. Because he was connected to everybody. Um, so who knows? It's just crazy to me that, you know, again, like I... I there seems like there's no PR team with the, with with Bill. Yeah. Like there's no like hey and and again, it's not like I mean you look at this photograph this was obviously taken by paparazzi. They were obviously pr pretty far away. Right. You, you know, who know, you know, so it's not like they're like sort of parading this stuff around. But I mean, if you're Bill, wouldn't you do your extraordinary due diligence as you're separating yourself from this guy? To make yeah. sure that you're not associated with anybody that has any sort of association. Agreed. With this guy. I mean, this just kind of seems crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would imagine, like, if there's any kind of excuse, maybe he didn't know he was there. Maybe who the hell knows if he knows who's coming to what. Yeah. What was this? This was a, they were at a harbor for what? Like, is this a thing? No, this was Sag Harbor and they were just uh, getting on a yacht. Okay, it wasn't like an event of any kind. No, it didn't seem like an event. But I will say, now, I will say this. Even though this is a private thing, it's a weird thing in Sag Harbor. For those who don't know, Sag Harbor is uh, one of the, the towns in, in the Hamptons. Mm. And although you would think this is like sort of a private affair, it's a main street that leads up to a waterfront, and it's kind of like a single strip. And basically, this waterfront is like... You know, it it's like a who could park the biggest yacht there. So although there's this like, hey, there's privacy and leave people alone. At the same time, you are kind of showcasing yourself with a right. thousand foot yacht. You know, not thousand, but you know what I mean. Like right. these huge yachts that are just parking there. So the who's who is going to be walking off of these yachts and you know, walking, you know, into town and stuff like that. So if you if you're getting on one of these things, you're you're gonna be seen. Right. Maybe not by the paparazzi, but you're going to be seen by lots of people. Yeah, he's not exactly hiding uh what's going on. I mean they're just talking to each other. There's nothing weird going on. No he is but... wearing weird shoes, but other than that <laughs> Yeah, those are pretty weird, uh there are pretty weird shoes. They don't but match. Again like and here's the other thing too why i don't understand like if you're this uh this pepe guy right mm -hmm. which i feel like we need a pepe on the show like don't you think i, I would love to have someone named pepe on the show we need a pepe like i think whoever we hire next we just call them pepe no matter what no matter what their name is wouldn't that be great man woman yeah whatever last time when the last time frank and i did a show a billion years ago before this one 
um, was right around when like Curb Your Enthusiasm was first starting to hit. And in one episode, the Crazy Eyes episode, where the Crazy Eyes, the rapper, has like a like a housekeeper or whatever who he called Delicious. Right. Oh, that was our that was our person, Delicious. Remember, we had an in like what was it, an intern or somebody else who worked at the station at the time or whatever. I think it was? An, I, I don't remember, but yeah, an intern or someone like that. And we just started calling him Delicious. <laughs> that was his nickname through the whole run. I think I loved it. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, he was into it. What was his real name? Do you remember? Nobody knows. I don't no. even remember. But we'd be like, "Delicious, there's there's no more, there's no paper in the printer. Can you put some more paper in there for me?" He please? was the assistant. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be great. And delicious would just run around and do all the things. Can we call Cuddles del- delicious or Pepe? Maybe. Let's put it on the table. All right. Here's the thing. I don't know if you know this, but I can't make an executive decision without her input. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> Again, not news. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know, I'm not fully in charge. So this, you know, I mean, this picture, it just, it looks like the uh, Polo Shirt Club meeting. No shit. You think, Blue. you, you, th- Blue you think with all the money there, they'd be better dressed. I mean, what, what you, they're not going to wear tuxes every day. They wear what they wear. Every douchebag out in the Hamptons looks exactly like this. By the way, if you notice, outside of the crew, they're all wearing a... <laughs> A blue, blue polo. polo shirt. I don't. I think the other guy. The, the I think it's Pepe. He might be wearing like a short sleeve suit shirt or something. I don't know. But it might uh, be. I don't know. I don't know. Depends. I don't know. I don't know. But, but yeah, what I was right. even the guy in the background. Maybe it was like a golf event thing or something. I don't There's know. five guys in this picture wearing a blue polo shirt. Yeah, I don't know. But here's the other thing. Like I, I started to make this point, and then I got all caught up in the Pepe name. If you're Pepe. Do you need to associate with this guy anymore? Because I wouldn't want to associate with Clinton, knowing what we now know. I, yeah, I mean, why? You went to the same thing he went to. You went to a softball thing. First of all, I was just ha- I just happened to be there. Ah, oh. I'm using the Trump excuse. We just happened to be at the same. I don't uh, know him. Never heard of him. Nancy Atlas, great musician. East End legend here on Long Island can vouch the time I was at the game and Bill showed up. I did not even get up from my seat and people. And this was years ago before all the Epstein crap and people were flocking to that guy. And I was just like, I'm not getting up for that. And the two of us just sat there, waited for it all to die down as he walked across the field. hundred percent. We will get Nancy Atlas on this show. And we, Yes. Was he wearing a blue polo shirt? Yeah, probably. He probably was at the time. But but I don't get the people that make a huge fanfare out. Like, if I'm Pepe and I got billions of dollars, this guy, to me, is politically dead, even though he talked at the last DNC thing. I I wouldn't associate with him anymore after all the Epstein crap. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a part of it. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, innocent or not, it's still bad, bad news. Yeah. yeah. Like- and again, you know, I, I, it's not like the charity event that we went to, like they need the money. Pepe don't need the money. No, we don't. Pepe, you know what I'm saying? Pepe is doing just fine money wise. Pepe is doing just fine money wise. You better believe it. No, I just want a Pepe. That's. Look at the, I mean, we'll hire an intern. 
Pepe the intern. We got to get Pepe the intern to come aboard, of course. Uh, we're happy to have Jumpstart Coffee aboard. That's the, been the best thing. Now, I didn't have my Jumpstart Coffee today, and that's why I am off to a horrific start on the show here. But you are a rare form, my friend. There's still time to have some go juice. That's what I call my uh, Jumpstart. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's rubbing me the wrong way. I tell my kids, this is daddy's special go juice. And sometimes I put a little buka in it if I want an extra, extra. If but, it's a, if it's a Saturday, put a little buka in it for me. Put a little buka, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. It's great tasting. Fresh roasted coffee. Uh, ordered. Delivered right to your home. 50% of the profits of the company go to the Navy SEAL Foundation programs designed uh, under five f- pillars of support, strength, resilience, health, education, and community. They're doing extraordinary work. They're making phenomenal coffee. There's these caramel notes, this buttery texture. It's not caramel flavored. It's just sort of the natural notes that come out of the coffee beans that they have. I have to ask Chris where they get their coffee uh, beans from because I know that's a big part of it. It might be a big secret. It might be. You know. These coffee uh, makers, they have their secrets, and we, you know, yeah, their secret recipes. I mean, if I was Chris, I wouldn't answer, but I'm still going to ask the question. Hey, you could ask. Uh, use the link in the description of this episode or the banner on the homepage of AnthonyOnAir.com. Use the promo code AOA15 and save 15% on your order. And I want to thank the many people. This is third show with Jumpstart Coffee Company as our sponsor. We've already got a few orders in, and uh, that just tells me that we've got a lot of great friends out there that trust us, that we're going to deliver them a great product. And uh, I'm excited for them to get the coffee and try it and give us some feedback on it because I absolutely love it. Um, But again, those first few that are jumping, just diving right in with us, I really, really, truly appreciate that. Thank you, guys, everyone. So great. AOA 15, save 15% on your coffee. Stop going with subpar coffee. You deserve better than that. It's 2021. After the year and a half you just had, damn it, you should not have subpar coffee to deal with. That is not right. R. Kelly Um, and Drake. You brought this to the show here, Frankie C. R. Kelly and Drake. R. Kelly, who is uh, in uh, trial right now, right? He's defending his life in court. Yeah, he's uh, not doing well. You know, he's... No. Up against some serious charges. Yeah. Um, yeah, the big news is Drake's new album, and I think last week, Kanye's new album hit some controversy because of some writing credits that were on it. Uh, but now Drake's new album has uh, R. Kelly listed as a writing credit yeah. on one of his songs. And now all over Twitter, everybody's dropping, you know, get, coming down on this album. We that. didn't talk. We talked about Kanye a little bit. I, what was the controversy there? I think it was Marilyn Manson, right? Marilyn Manson and the uh, baby something or other. Oh, right. Because the baby made some uh, anti-gay comments, I think, which I still haven't heard yet. Right. It, it That's hard for me to click on anything I super don't care about. Um, but um, so, yeah, I mean, they basically on this Drake album, there was a song that features an intro that R. Kelly used on a song that came out back in like the nineties or something. Um, so apparently Drake covered or sampled that, that intro on one of his songs and put R. Kelly down as a writing credit. 
What's your which feeling get, on that? Which makes R. Kelly gets money. money for, yeah. for this. Yeah, a credit's, you know, if you want to put someone down as a credit because you took their music, well, yeah. But the sell of this album will now benefit R. Kelly. It's, it's a weird it's a weird line. I mean, yeah, yeah, you like Drake. Yeah, you like his music. You want to buy his next album. But know that the money you're going to be spending on this album, some of it is going to R. Kelly. It's weird. That's a weird uh, decision to make. It's very strange. Would you do something like that? I mean, maybe buy the if it's available online, maybe download the songs. If you're worried, I don't know, because he gets credit no matter what songs sell, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, Like, if he wrote song A, and you only buy song B, he still gets money because it's on the album, right? Correct. Right. I'm saying, would you sample, would you sample R. Kelly? Oh, no. You wouldn't. Why would you? I think it's a tough spot. I wouldn't want to, but, like, when you're, I mean. Just take it out of the, the album. I guess so, but when you're like creating, it's kind of tough. Like sometimes you, you know. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sample. You know, I'm not gonna sample. Uh, what's his name? If uh, Rick Springfield. No. Oh. Jeffrey Dahmer came out with an album. I'm not gonna sample his music. <laughs> I'm not saying they're the same kind of person. But I'm just saying. Right. You know, if some guy with some weird, you know, some crazy shit going on. Yeah maybe find another thing to sample or write your find own something thing. else. Yeah. You know, write something. You don't have to sample every, you know, maybe drop the sample. I agree. I would just be pissed. Like I would be pissed. Like if I wrote this great thing and I was like, Oh, cause you know, if it's, if there's one thing I highly doubt, I don't know Drake, but he's Canadian. So I'm assuming he's super polite. Uh, uh and I'm guessing that he probably had this thing in his head and included it in the song and then was like, all right, go find out who, what song this is or whatever. I'm assuming that that's probably what it was. Maybe. Not that it's like, hey, uh, that uh, crazy pederast, uh, you know, sexual predator, let's get him some money and I'll make sure that R. Kelly's eating and putting him. I doubt it was that. You know, I doubt it was that's how it came about. So I feel a bit frustrated for Drake that it's like, you know, oh, I created this thing. And just because this guy is a huge piece of shit, I can't use it now. Yeah, I get that. But it's not throughout the song. It's it's a little tidbit of an R. Kelly song within yeah. like at the 20 second mark in the song, apparently. Right now, the I mean, if I didn't write it, like if I wanted to put that 20 seconds and I found out it's R. Kelly and I'd be like, all right, well, I didn't write it. It's not my piece of music. Well, I could just take it out. It's not like see, like if I only if I wrote 50 percent of a song, I would care less about it than if I wrote 100 percent of the song. Do you know what I mean? So like if I wrote 50 percent of a song, that other 50 percent, if I deleted that and kept the, the first 50 percent, I'd be fine because I know I wrote this 50 percent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm at, if I'm just adding someone else's work into it, I would feel less uh, devoted to it, less uh, attached to it. Is I mean, I wouldn't feel as attached to it because someone else wrote it, and I'm just adding it to the song. It would have to be your fifty percent, right? So I mean, I would have no problem if I wrote a song <laughs> and it just included some. I'd just delete it, just get rid of it. You can get a good look at a songwriting credit by sticking your head up Drake's ass. It's got to be your Drake. 
why can't I get that Tommy Boy thing out of my head? I've been because it's friggin' awesome. It's every great... episode I'm referencing that fucking. It's a line. great show, a great movie. I don't, if, for anybody who hasn't watched Tommy Boy, go watch Tommy Boy. It's a great movie. I agree with you. I think this is. I think this is out of the mix of this album by Tuesday. <laughs> I think get it he's... out. It's it's like a. It's not the whole song. You know, you're not deleting the whole song. You delete yeah. a section of it. A small. I mean, it's like a, a, a few seconds. All right. Now, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this. If it's a few seconds, I don't know if this is true, but let's say is there's enough of the song in there that he has to give him credit, but there's not enough that he has to that he's going to make money off of it. It's well, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. Would that bother you less? If he's not making any money off of it, if yeah. he's not benefiting in any way. Right. I don't know. I, mean, I guess it would bother me less because you're not giving money over to R. Kelly. I mean, it doesn't even matter. This guy is going to die. I mean, if all goes according to how it should go, R. Kelly is going to die in prison cell. Right. So does yeah. it matter? Probably probably doesn't matter. His estate gets it. He get, I don't know. Uh, but if no money, if he doesn't collect any money off of it, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, you're just buying something that has his name on it. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't question. feel, uh, I wouldn't, by the way, I don't mind the Twitter shaming on this. If you want to shame uh, Drake, I don't think you need to boycott the album. Go ahead and get the album and enjoy yourself. Like, I think it'll be fine. Also, I feel like it's a little scumbaggy that Drake dropped an album a week after our, um, Kanye, Kanye dropped. Yeah. Eh. I mean, maybe they both planned it independently, and this is it. I mean, what are you gonna do? It's before the holidays. It's you know, timing is everything with these things. When you drop stuff like that, I would take that as a personal insult if I was Kanye. Also, I read that Kanye didn't even want to. He wasn't even ready to drop the album that the comp the record label put it out. Yeah. Well, was it done? I think, well, I, I think he was still kind of messing with it. And I, there was something about a song, like they didn't put out one of the songs. They wow. didn't in, include one of the songs. Might have been the song with the baby. I, I, I don't know. It's weird to be Kanye and have no control over that. <laughs> That's what a record label does. Yeah, but like you're, this is, you'd think he would have his own record label or something to do it. You know what I mean? One I billion, know. I don't know why he still has a record label. You don't know why what? He still has a why does he have a record label? You're right. What does he need a record? Yeah. What did Kanye need a record label for? He doesn't need anybody else. He just make your own, you know. Yeah. What what what's he calling himself? Ye? Ye, Ye Records. Whatever. Ye Records, yo. What's the shoe called? Easy. Easy Records. Easy Records. Easy like a Sunday morning, baby. Uh, R.I.P. Miles Teller is apparently douchebag. I didn't know that. Well, you know, he, I'm sorry, but when he's in a movie, he's kind of, he's kind of douchey, you know, like he was in Fantastic Four, that remake, and he's, you know, he doesn't add anything to the movie. He's just, a, you could just replace him with anybody and it would be just as good. You know, he doesn't, it's not like, oh, you know, who we need to get, we need to get Miles Teller. He's the only one that could pull this off. It's like, no. You know, I mean, I'll give him credit. He was he was good in Drumline, not Drumline, <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> that drumming drummer drum movie. 
Right. What the hell well, was I, that called? I forget what it was called, but he was good in that. Damn, that's going to kill me. What is that called? No, Drumline. No, it what wasn't was Drumline. Ah, it? it's annoying. Yeah, fuck Nick Cannon. He was Whiplash. A Thanks, hon. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Whiplash, which he was good in it. And um, But uh, anything else I've seen him in, it's like you could just put, put someone else in that in that place and it's fine. See, I think it's interesting that you say that because Miles Teller for me is one of those guys that every time I see him, I say to myself, I really like him and I want to watch him in more things. Yet literally the only movie I've ever seen of his is Whiplash and the one where he's with um, Superbad. The Superbad one where they sell wep- army weapons. What was that called? Oh, right. Dogs. War Dogs? War Dogs, yeah. I call it Superbad with army weapons. <laughs> That's fine. I think that was the uh, the tagline. Yeah, I thought it was super bad too, to be honest with you. So I was a little disappointed and shortchanged. This time it's military. No, <laughs> um, but Fantastic Four was not a you know great movie. The visual effects were good. The acting was okay, but the story was you know it was dragged out and boring. Who was he in that? I, I didn't see that. He was one. Mr. Fantastic, the guy. Okay. Yeah, he was the main character. Oh, I don't know. You know, there were kids working on this thing. How many movies does he be in? I feel like he's not in enough movies. I don't know. I mean, he's just, I think he's in enough movies. Like, isn't he a huge (laughs) star? How have I only seen two of his movies? I keep saying. I don't think he does. I don't think he's in a lot of mainstream stuff. I mean, the biggest movie was probably Whiplash and Fantastic Four. But other than that, he was in some boxing movie. He was a boxer. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember what it was called. But apparently he played some some boxer. I didn't see it. I know. I'm losing you breaking up. But by, I don't know. So apparently Miles Teller is uh, a douche. I think it was called Box Line. What was it called? Box Line. Box Line, right. <laughs> you just call all of his movies whatever line. Yeah. That's fine. And I actually liked Drumline. It wasn't bad. Um. Anyway... Miles Teller, you have it. Am I here? You got me. I hear you, but you're you're chopping up. I'm sorry, my my connection's a little. Uh, we're back to messed up today. I don't know what happened. All right, I think you're you might be coming back. Your audio, I think, is fixed. There you go. You're back. Okay, awesome. Uh, he brought uh, COVID to the set of the new movie that they're doing. Actually, it's a series. It's a Godfather spinoff series, which is really interesting. Oh God. What? Miles Teller and a Godfather spinoff. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know. Um, it's called The Offer, and it's about the making of The Godfather, which I would love to see that. I'm going to make him an offer. Can't refuse. That's where they got it, I'm sure, and very creative title. You got to have your COVID card. You know, all these years I know you, not once you invite me over for COVID test. That's what that sounds yeah. And a piece of ivermectin. <laughs> I wouldn't take ivermectin. That's never go against the family. Ivermectin's how I wound up like this. <laughs> Sorry, my my impression's not as good as Frank's. Yeah, what the hell? What the hell? What what was what was going on with him? Why was he? I mean, the, would they ever address why he talked like that in the movie? No. No. Who talks like that? It's just a weird. Yeah. Affectation. 
My favorite part about that is is how um, De Niro got cast in Godfather Two and was just like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk like I talk. Okay. Yeah, Good. like he he kind of did it a little bit, but really didn't commit to it too hard. Yeah, maybe stuck the chin out a little, but other than that, he was like, <laughs> "No, that wasn't yeah. anything." I think it's one of those things like in uh, Goodfellas where it's like Paulie didn't move fast because Paulie didn't move, have to move fast for anybody. That kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. You try. You try. I don't I wonder what it's like to direct. A huge superstar, you know, like De Niro or even like someone, you know, any 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 huge star. How do you tell them what how to act? You know, I would imagine it was it, it, it's a huge pain in the ass. Right. Because you're. You're literally telling, no, don't say it that way. Say it this way. And it's like, you're talking to me. You know, yeah. It's like you, you're telling me how to act now. It's like, mm. I, I literally can't answer this question, but I, I have a story for this. Okay. One time early in my radio career, because we were out in the Hamptons, um, this production company hired Alec Baldwin to do a voiceover for this documentary on baseball and the director did not know not that he didn't know what he was doing but it was it was early in his career and i don't know how they got alec baldwin other than they didn't spend a lot of money on a director and spent all put all the money towards getting alec baldwin and i sat there so i had a, so i basically i engineered the session Mm -hmm. and I got a sense of that, like, here's a big time, not only a big movie star, but somebody who, no bullshit, knows how to do voiceover work, and he's got to be told by some dweeb on the phone who wasn't even there. Oh, no, 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 no. And a couple of times he was like, oh, could you say it like this, and could you say it like that? And I got to say, you know, people might say, oh, Alec Bowen's a douchebag. But Alec Baldwin at one point was like, you know, what would help if I had some visuals to to see what I was talking over to, you know, he's like, I don't have anything in front of me. I can, how do you I don't know where to go with this or that. No. And he was totally right about that. But it was so funny because I'll never forget this. At the end, the guy was like going on and on about how much he loved Alec Baldwin and all the movies he saw him in. And Alec's face was like, I don't want to I don't want to yeah. hear this shit. <sighs> Like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't need this guy fanboying on the phone for, with me. Yeah, this is, like, not important. He's like, I just want to, I did what I had to do. We're not friends. I'm moving on. You know, this wasn't a great experience for me. Yikes. It's time to go. Yeah, that's that's awkward. Yeah. Again, like, you have to have, like, a with, again, with the big name celebrities, if you don't have a big name director, how much are they going to respect them? You know, Whatever. how much? Yeah, really? Because and unless you've come from something where you have really made a name for yourself, like Coppola early on in Godfather, Coppola was already a deal before he got to, to do Godfather. And it was such a huge pro project with all this lore behind it because of the book. You know, that's a totally different story. Yeah. And De Niro wasn't huge back then, right? He I mean, he wasn't what he became but he was kind of known he was known he was kind of known i don't think yeah, it was until post taxi driver post all that scorsese stuff that stuff. he yeah raging bull yeah anyway so miles teller is on this project um 
and sources say that he refused to get vaccinated and refused a COVID test before testing positive on the set in Los Angeles. When he tested positive, he forced the production to shut down and everybody was upset because of basically, you know, him not taking any sort of precaution. Miles Teller's publicist said that uh, the facts of this are incorrect, but declined to elaborate any further. Yeah, wait until I get my story straight, and then I'll then I'll elaborate. It's like you see, you brought COVID to the to the production, right? With you know, you didn't get tested, you didn't get the vaccine, you didn't take any precautions. Now God knows who has it on the on the set. Fucked up. I will say, you know, look, I I know we're in crazy, insane times. I sure know are. This is a huge pain in the ass. I know the world's unfair and everything is bullshit and it's all fucked up. I get it. But I feel like at this point in this process with this friggin' thing, you've got to just roll with the punches and we're well beyond time where you just got to kind of like bend and fold a little bit to kind of just get by. Yeah. I'm not, like, I'm all for people's rights and everything. But sometimes you gotta like just do something for the good of humanity. It's not, they're not, nobody's asking you to give up your anything really. Yeah. Like you've got to be on a team, you know, yeah, like, we're all like people taking care of get, each other. Right. People don't get teamwork. And I'm not saying you got to get vaccinated. I wish everybody did. I, I'm saying that. But Frank is saying that. But I feel like it's an awfully fair thing to be like, hey, be vaccinated or have a negative COVID test. You know, that's so, fair. That's fair. And to, to just say, fuck you, no to both. And now you're responsible for shutting the whole, I honestly, I could, Frank, I could not live with myself if I did that. Imagine all the, the, I don't know how many people are working, a hundred, 200 people working on this show. Yeah. Now it's shut down and because you're an asshole. Right. Cause, and, and the thing is all the other movie stars will be just fine. It's the fucking grips, it's the crew, and the camera uh, yeah. guys and the, you know, People bringing food, the catering, everybody. It's everybody. All, all jobs are canceled now, or on hold at least. Everything is shut down now because you're fucking bullshit. I really don't. I really have a hard time with that. All these people, you know, I get it. Get the facts and be okay. I get it. You know what? You have a job. You have an obligation. You're on a fucking team. Nobody wants to be on a team anymore. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Everybody's like, well, you know, what do you care if I get it? If I get, you know, the thing. It's like. Well, you're fucking it up for everyone. It's right. one of those things where, you know, there were rules in place because someone fucked up and then, and now this rule had to be created. You know, when you see a sign that hangs somewhere because, you know, don't do this here. Well, that sign's there because someone did this and they had to create this rule. So now there's going to be, you know, with this new thing, once people start doing, you know, just not caring about everybody else. There's going to be these crazy rules and everybody's not going to be happy about them. So if you want to avoid all these crazy rules that are going to be put in place, take care of each other, do the right thing and make sure you're either negative or you're vaccinated or whatever you got to do, but be responsible a little bit. I just feel like some people don't want to operate in reality and yeah. act like everything is fine and we don't. And it's like, it's not. You've got to, you've got, everybody has to bend no matter what side of this yeah. you're on. Like everybody's got to bend a little bit. And I hate that we can't yeah. 
do that together. There's this me first attitude that I, you know, that I just don't, it's like, what about my right? Well, yeah, you still have your rights. No one's taking your rights away. Obviously. Do something for, for humanity. That's all we're asking. I'll never forget this during the pandemic. And this is what's hysterical. We went from masks being a problem to now vaccinations being a problem to now COVID tests being a problem. But I'll never forget this. When they first started with the masks, so we did the story on the podcast. You can go back and watch it. Some couple somewhere in bumfuck middle of the South of America went and wore a, a Nazi handkerchiefs as their mask. And they were like, we could do this. It's all right. And it's like, yeah, no shit. It's yeah. your right. Nobody told you you couldn't. How You're just, just an asshole for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How about just not be an asshole? How about yeah. that? Just try to, you know, every day. The goal in life is just to get through every day without being an asshole right. to other people. Right. You want to, you know, be treat yourself like a, like shit. I get that. Do you, you be you. But when it comes to humanity, we all have to take care of each other a little bit. Holy shit. This is beautiful. I'm going to shut up and let you keep going. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> sound like you had more to go there. Uh, no, that was basically the gist. I mean, I could go on if you want, but. I thought you had a Hallmark card on your hands for a second there, to be totally honest with you. I thought uh, the more you know star was going to go across the, the screen. <laughs> that would have been nice. If we can get that effect going, that would that would be... See, this is where Pepe would, would Pepe shine. Was, fucking Pepe would have had that on this. Yeah, we've been rocking that graphic. Give Pepe a raise. It would have been so great. Um is the anti i feel i'm getting to the point where the and i know we have a lot of people and i love you for watching and listening who don't believe in the vaccine and don't want to be vaccinated but i and again this is more personal to me because of where i live i feel like the anti-vax thing is losing and i feel like it's starting to become that loud what do they say loud minority on social media and i say this because in Long Island, we have two counties. We have Nassau, we have Suffolk. Nassau, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, where Frank lives. Frank lives in Nassau. I live in Suffolk. Uh, Nassau County came out and said 75% of people have gotten at least one shot of the vaccine. And I was talking to another friend of mine, and, and you know, Suffolk County, Nassau County, a little bit more closer to the city, to New York City, a lot more people, double the population, even though Suffolk County has double more space, space. Yeah. right and we have half the population so it's kind of more that you know there's a lot of farms and vineyards and a lot more spread fuck, out fuck that i'm not taking that shit a lot more republicans out here that that whole deal the suffolk county executive came out and two days ago and said that 80 percent of suffolk county residents have received at least one vaccine and i was talking to a friend of mine i was like we were like there's no way Suffolk County is going to have anywhere near 75%, like 75%. And the other thing too is, is most of the people who live in Nassau County more than likely commute into the city. You know what I'm saying? And so they would probably need, you know, they're going to be right. in tighter confined places. A lot places. of teachers too, I feel. They would just be more likely to have that big number of 75%. Suffolk County wound up beating it by 5%. I would, I would have lost, I would have lost my kid's college fund on it. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I heard that yesterday in the country. All your troubles were so far away? Yesterday. I'm sorry. Over a million people were vaccinated yesterday in the country. Which yesterday is the highest. Alone? Just yesterday, yeah. 
uh, which was the highest since I think either late June or early July, the highest number in one day. Is that right? Yeah. So that's good. A million people were vaccinated in the country yesterday, which is the highest number in in a, in a month or two. You know, in like a couple of months, <clears throat> which is wonderful. That's Keep pretty, going, baby. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty big. It feels like a. It feels like that Love seventy-five it. to eighty percent is going to probably wind up carrying through the uh, through the country. And I, I just think, and and I know the mainstream media is not trustworthy. I get it. I, I believe me. I'm not defending them. I don't. You know. Um, but that the, the stories, the nonstop stories of people being hospitalized that aren't vaccinated, these fucking radio hosts that die, literally that, that die, die, you know, by the way, know, yeah, I, I'm sorry. To, I, I, when we talked about the radio hosts that die, I feel like I didn't hammer home my point, which was these small market radio guys say what you will about Tucker Carlson and, um, oh, I will. And uh, who's the other guy? Hannity and even uh, who's the Hannity of MSNBC? I forget her name. Whatever the fuck. Uh, the girl. Oh, the, the, um, yeah. She's MSNBC Hannity. doesn't matter. Um, they can say stupid shit, but at least they have a staff working for them. They have people who are doing the work. They have substantial facts. My whole point with the radio, small market radio guys is they don't have any of that shit and they're just kind of taking what's out there and it's being funneled through bad information and they're just passing it along and it cost them their lives was kind of my point that I don't feel like I really fully made when we right no I hear you um but I with me like everybody oh I see a lot of comments of uh, people saying oh Frank's got to stop watching CNN or this or that I don't I don't when I get my where I get my vaccine info your audio is cut out all right i think you're coming back um so where i get my vaccine i go to cdc's website i go to the the, uh, fda i go to the organization's websites to get my if you want to know what's in the vaccine want to get all the information on it go to the cdc uh website it'll tell you everything you want to know want to know what's in it Look it up. It, it, they have that. You want to know what people are saying that uh, masks don't work. I saw some other people were saying, not on our thing, but um, uh, TikTok. As a lot of people go, oh, masks don't work. Masks don't work. It's like, no, they, they work. You know, they, they're not, a, nothing's 100%, but they do what they're supposed to do. You know, and you just get this information. If you don't trust the mainstream media, fine. CDC, just go to their website, the people who make it. And who you know, go to Pfizer, go to Moderna, go to their websites. You'll see their information. It's all straightforward. It's all right there. I went to uh, when I wanted to find out what was in the vaccine. I went to Giada because she's got the best, most accurate recipes. I feel that's true. And yeah, every now and then there's a little little flair, a little Italian flair to it. It's like uh, yeah, we got the Pfizer vaccine with a little uh, ricotta. Yeah, E D O O. Sesame yeah, hungry. yeah, totally. I see those comments too. I also see the comments that are like, Frank's not funny. Why is Frank there? Why doesn't exactly. Frank let Anthony talk more? I told my mom to stop writing. She doesn't listen to me. <laughs> um, Miles Teller is in this uh, series, The Offer, with Giovanni Ribisi, 
Oh, mm-hmm. shit. You got that? Giovanni Ribisi. Is it Colin Hanks. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Good, June Temple, Dan Fogler. Not Dan Fogelberg? No. Uh, worst news of all of this, it's on Paramount Plus, which I don't have, which is a real problem. Man, every time there's something, it's like, it's on a thing I don't have. Yeah. I'm just going to sign up for free trials until, you know, I can't. I'm just going to free much. trial this one. Remember when there were, I remember when there were only three networks and we always found something to watch. No, I, don't, I wasn't around then, but. God, Joe Rogan's negative. Uh, for all your negativity, ivermectin seemed to I work. Have... He was cured. He also did a lot of other things. Did he? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it was the ivermectin that worked. Okay. Good. I'm glad. If it worked, great. I would love it if this thing cured COVID. That would be great. Did he but... ever really have COVID is what I want to know. Because it feels like he was just doing this for publicity. Because I heard... That Spotify deal ain't working out so great. You think he would? That would be a bit huge scumbag move. I don't think anybody would. Would he do that? No, no I don't think he would do that. No, but I feel like um, he took, I don't know how many things he took, but he took a, a ton of shit. And uh, was he, I don't remember, was he vaccinated? Uh, uh, he was going to get it, then he didn't because, it, again, it was circumstantial. And I don't know if he ever really did get it. I know okay. he's been skeptical of it but he has definitely encouraged people to have to get it okay yeah. all right well i'm glad he's better i'm glad it's gone i hope hey if if this in whatever the hell mectin thing if it cures it wonderful i just want to you know it's, i want the scientists to tell me take this or don't take this or, i uh, can't believe the flack that you caught not that i'm defending you because i like to distance myself from you as much as possible understandable but i can't believe the flack that you caught over this and how many people out there were like follow the money frank do your research frank ivermectin is like 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 who knew there were so many ivermectin champions out there like yeah, like what what do you i mean what did you create this thing what, what i'm down for people... the cause i'm down for doubting mainstream media i am down for doubting the integrity of pharmaceutical companies who are just out to cash out on us. I, totally. I'm, I'm in for all of that. The amount of people that were like, Ivermectin is fantastic. I'm like, I could, I understand, as, here's as far as I'm willing to go. Hey, why don't you give Ivermectin a chance? Like maybe we should do some trials and see what's what. Totally. That's as far as I'm willing to go. See, I, the, my point is when a celebrity or someone who doesn't, isn't a scientist and doesn't do anything like that says, this could be a cure. Okay, but take this and all these people start taking it. It's like, eh. I wait for scientists and people who actually study this stuff right. to go, yes, go for it. This is But he is a podcast host. Don't you put a lot of... That's true. I mean... But I don't listen to you, so... It's not like just anybody can get a podcast. That's true. They only hand out these things to a select <laughs> amount of people. Only Dude. six billion or so people are eligible yeah. to do one of these things. So... Do you remember that one woman? I'll never forget that comment. Who gave you guys a podcast? Like, what? Yeah. Who are you talking about? Yeah. You know who gave it to us? I, I We did. You yeah. did. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. 
Look at the name of the show. That's who made this podcast. You just landed on the list of people who should never be allowed to have a podcast if you can't figure out that question. Yeah, you obviously don't know how it works, and that's fine. But I will say this about Joe. He didn't tell everybody to go out there and take it. All he did was say, and this is the problem with fame and popularity. All he said was, I tested positive for COVID. These are the things I took. Yeah. Hey, you want to take, you know, you want to take some weird stuff and you think it's going to help. That's but your people your right choice. away take that and go, oh, Joe knows everything. And so I'm going to. Take. But but also and, and again, a lot of people said this, you know, and, and I agree with it. He just he took 10 fucking things. So how do we, you yeah. know, we don't know what helped and what didn't. And how no. how long did he have COVID? I mean, he tested positive for it, but is there a way to know, like, if I, for example, God forbid, if I test positive today, would they be able to tell me, oh, you contracted it, you know, a week ago, a month ago? I hope you, I, did you test positive today? Because that would mean I wouldn't have to go to your brother's shitty boat party. No, if I test positive today, then I, I wouldn't go and you'd still have to go. Oh, I have to quarantine because I, we did a show together, we did a podcast together. That's true. And that's how viruses travel but I'm over the internet. Anyway, so Joe Rogan's negative. Good for him. Wait, stick Love here. It. Stick here. This way. Out. No, you got to come from up and underneath to do what it. What are we right. doing? Put your hand like this. Up and underneath. Yeah, come, come. No, no, no. I can't. I shouldn't be able to see your arm. I should. Just what is see the your... goal here? Because I want to put my hands like this and I want I should be seeing my fingertips. No. Oh, my Where? God. Where? Where? The other way. Like oh, you, I see. I you see. should be right. coming in like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I can't get over to that. Hey? You can't do it? <laughs> such a moron. <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> see, we can transmit COVID to each other. Yeah, this, this black line that's in between us is, is just is in the room with us. We're actually in the same room sitting next to each other. That's true. <laughs> Don't knock over the, the black line. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, that's the, that's the Rogan thing. I, here's, he's just, um, he's just too big of a, an entity now. And anytime he does anything, it's going to be like massive, huge. He has, he's an, he's an influencer. I mean, whether he wants to be or not. Yeah. He's, so he's popular enough that people are going to follow his lead on a lot of things. And I don't think it's necessarily bad to have these conversations absolutely the issue that i have is and this is i'm actually making your point too is you get these um what's the word for them these weekend warriors that are like oh it's this and oh it's that like how the fuck do you know you know just as little as i know you know having the conversation forcing the issue look maybe it's a good thing that he talks about this and then maybe it does wind up getting a trial that and let's see wonderful. where it goes. It would be wonderful. Right, exactly. But this idea of like, no, and uh, you're wrong and I'm right. And, you know, it's it's just I it's don't know anything insane. about it. I heard about this drug a week ago. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Right. He does. You know, what does he know about it? I don't know. Oh, somebody I was mad at you for calling it like a dewormer for horses. And it's like, but that's what it is. That's what it's there. That's why it was made. There are versions of this drug that are uh, approved for human use, but not for other things. Not for it's not approved for yeah. COVID. Yeah. And the scientists say, that, you know, they don't they're not saying that it's working for COVID. They didn't do that yet. 
It's not Sometimes ready for that. happy accidents are the best. They Would invented. Be they tried to create a heart pill, and we got Viagra out of it. So, you know. So they did create a heart, a heart pill. Uh, um, but what was I going to say? Have we tried Viagra as a cure to COVID? I'm just throwing that see? out there. Also, you got to take into account that Joe Rogan is in tremendous shape. He's a healthy guy. Yeah. Takes care of his, his body. He's not what I would assume. He doesn't have underlying conditions. I don't know. But from what I understand, he's in good shape. Yes. You know, he's a former uh, MMA guy. I'm sure he works out all the time. He's very healthy. He's healthy. But, you know, that's probably added to his healthy immune system. And uh, it's probably Agreed. able to cure COVID faster. Agree. Joe Rogan's body is a temple. Whereas my body is the Port Authority. It is Port Authority. <laughs> my body is a Port Authority terminal. It's homeless people. It smells weird. There's a lot of garbage in there. There's a lot of garbage in there. Puddles of urine. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> That's a shirt. Joe Rogan's body is a temple. My body is the Port Authority terminal. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, though The Verge... Or somebody, they wrote this whole article about how, uh, and this is what's funny about people trying to uh, shit on people. Like, um, that's a good way to get COVID. They were like, that is a good way. There was a, um, like, they were saying basically since Rogan moved to exclusively on Spotify, that his reach isn't as great as it once was. And it's like, no shit, Dick. Like, obviously. Yeah, there's going to be a little lost there. He's still Joe fucking Rogan. He's still getting me. But they're saying that, like, you know, when guests would go on there, they would see such a huge pop. And now they're not seeing it anymore. And I feel like there's some truth. Not enough to write an article about it. I think they blew yeah, it out I mean, of proportion. That makes there's, sense. There's Why, some uh, truth to that because YouTube is so established and Spotify is still on the come up. Yeah. And they also you have Spotify. You got to pay for Right. No. Oh, it's just free. He's, you have to pay for his show, I think. No. No? It's all free. Oh, great. All completely for free. It's oh, just that, that. I didn't even know that. People were so. People enjoyed watching him on YouTube. For the people who loved watching him on YouTube, to download another app and watch him there is actually too much to ask of people because they're hey. so used to it. Yeah. And, yeah. and here's the other thing because he's supposed to. Because that's his job is to draw people over there because people. Also, like, yeah, they probably love and watch Joe Rogan, but they probably loved and watched 10 other channels as well. And they don't want to give up all of that. You know what I mean? Yep. So unless it's like right in front of them, which is the trade off, which is why you have to pay somebody like him $100 million to give that up. But the they're saying that the guests are like feeling the effects like any guest would pass up the opportunity to still be on that show. Yeah, you'll be fine. They'll be fine. The guests more than fine. Yeah, more than fine. Um, uh, President Joe Biden, he went down to Louisiana mm -hmm. to survey the uh, damage from Hurricane Ida, and he got spotted with a uh, cheat sheet. I feel like every four years this happens. You know, we see a president with a cheat sheet. I, I will say the cheat sheet argument. It, it yes, it, the, the cheat they sheet story do does come up. They all have them. Yeah. You know, they, people's names, uh, talking points. That's what it is. If I was the Jesus, look at this. Would you look at that this is fucking a page? Mess. 
can you add a few pop-ups i can't tell where the you know holy shit i need to subscribe to everything people who aren't aren't watching this show and just listening there's like a thousand pop-ups blocking the picture there's uh there's uh jolton joe and if you look in his bat pocket there did uh, they get a close-up yeah i got a close-up you could see the thing and there they got a close-up and he's got the names of all the people he's about to have like a meeting with and their pictures that's not terrible. I mean, if I don't remember names, if you're meeting new people, it's nice to have their names ready. No? If I was a president, I would need this 24 hours a day. Absolutely. Seven days a week for every meeting. Here's the issue, though. Even though he has all the names and pictures, he still he still has dementia. I didn't get any of the names right. Is that true? Even the cheat sheet's not going to help. Oh, you're just being a dick. Got I don't know. Is it true? Is it not true? Does it matter? Fun part of the story. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, cheat sheets are kind of normal. That it's funny that this picture is actually upside down. You can't can't tell, but that's his butt at the top of the screen and his shirt at the bottom. Oh yeah, why did they turn it upside? Oh, so we because can the see the names. Upside. Yeah, because. Uh... But yes, all right. So he's got a he got a picture of this woman with her name and uh, her profession. So that's okay. I feel Cynthia like that's Lee Shang, Jefferson Parish President. And then underneath it says emergency supplemental. I don't know. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, that seems normal. That looks like a professionally written thing. Actually, I think that's his Facebook password. Emergency supplemental? Yeah. It's a good one. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> that's a good, you need a couple of, couple of numbers and exclamation points, but yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think we should try and log into Joe Biden at Facebook.com and see if supplemental emergency supplemental is the uh, right is the thing. I like it. Yeah, but you know, every every president I feel like has a cheat sheet. I don't see anything wrong with that. You can't be expected to memorize everybody's names who you're about to meet and all this stuff. It's good to have something in your back pocket, literally. Yeah, but you, huh, I get it. You want to know the truth, though? I feel like. Um, I feel like Obama was the kind of guy that could do that. Also, um, Bush too. Yeah. I feel like Bush too would have had that sort of like. Oh, there are a lot of people who are a little more charismatic and could be, you know, smoother about it. But uh, if you, you're trying, you know, you're, de- you're at a disaster area, you're going to want a little help with names and professions that's i don't you know it's, it's there aren't notes on this thing it's just name and profession and a picture i don't Here, feel like that's yeah okay. here's the thing i can't fault biden for this because i too do the same thing as you'll see here on my screen i have Ugh, a cheat sheet you. so that i could remember uh frank there's a that killer guy <laughs> that's terrible this is this, this is why i'm never growing my hair long yeah, you can. Can't do it. And I'm never wearing a tie like an idiot. <laughs> oh, and I'm never doing some brutal murders that this guy did. Right. This, right. Guy, was a, this guy was a psycho. Psychopath. Absolute psychopath. Oh, for the people who are just listening and not watching, there's a picture of this serial killer who's in jail now forever. What was his name? I forget. <sighs> Shoot, I don't remember. But now it's going to be in the in the comments. Thanks. Um, I think his name was Frank. It wasn't Frank, Frank but uh, apparently people say I vaguely resemble him in some weird way. Yeah, 
people say and vaguely with my problem with that statement. Listen, he may be a, a murdering psychopath, but he's a good looking fella. <laughs> um, Tori Spelling has transitioned into a Kardashian. That is hard to do. What, what are we talking about? Is she a, a billionaire? Um, get an ass implant. Does she have a uh, sex tape? What are we doing here? No, no, no. She, 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 I'm going to let me get up the, uh, page here on the screen for everybody that's watching um it's insane how she's just i don't know what happened obviously she dates kanye west oh she's gonna well, that would be amazing no that's not that's kim she's yeah a kardashian oh i'm sorry she looks like chloe so tori spelling now looks like chloe kardashian tori spelling looks like chloe kardashian here let me show everybody and uh, Frankie C there. Boy, if I had any comedic well, timing, I would have just brought we're the... We're waiting. I would have just brought the Frank picture back up. Thanks. That's what she used to look like on the left. Whoa. That's what she looks like now. That's That looks like Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, she really does. That's insane. That's weird. That is super weird. There should be... I mean, honestly, she it's an improvement. She kind of looks hot now. But there should be a limit on. I don't know. I don't understand who decided that that plastic surgery look was better than just aging. Because I'd rather wrinkles and aging than well, puffy Thanksgiving Day balloon face. Well, what happened? I think the the before picture there is a result of surgery. I think. Well, yeah, that's that's already so, a bunch of cert. You're right. Yeah. So the picture on the right was her trying to, I think, to improve on past surgical procedures. So, hey, you want to look like the way you want to look? That's that's your that's your that's your business. You know, change the way you look. Great. But let's see that. Man, she does not look like herself. Doesn't anymore. look like herself at all. That's weird. There she is with Snooky. She looks like a real so, housewife. She does. She looks like Jessica Simpson in that shot. A little bit. By the way, you want to look at how much this story is trending over every other story. Man, <laughs> by like ten times. That's almost. That's insane. Almost ten times the amount. The next most popular story right now has 43,000 hits. This story has three hundred and fourteen thousand hits. That is weird. How did they even know it was her? I don't know. <laughs> They're like, how do we know it's her? I Tori think it looks unrecognizable. Well, I think some. I think a paparazzi spotted it on one of Biden's cheat cards that this was there was ah, her picture, the in, her picture name. in the name. Yeah. Nice. Do we have a photo of her next to Chloe? Because that that'd be. I don't think so. Yeah, but that's 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 super different. What's going on with this boob here? I what? just noticed that too, as you said <laughs> that. Where's that boob she, going? She's got a middle boob. <laughs> Honey, got... honey, can you come here for a second? You, you, you got yeah, two hoodies. guys commenting on a woman's yeah. body is not is a need, little icky. We need this broken down. What's going on with this boob right here? What's <laughs> happening? Right here. See, see her. This is Tori Spelling. Why is that boob? That's Tori Spelling. That's not one of the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's her. Her thing is too tight. Her her jacket's too tight. But why? That's because it's that's pushy, not in the right spot. Pushy, because she's got big boobs. Careful, because you're. I oh, don't know if I'm you want to be touching yourself on camera. No, because. We'll wind up on OnlyFans. I 
Make some money. We've been making a lot more money than you. See that? Um. <laughs> okay. What do you? Okay. Are those? Those can't be real, right? Could no, that move yeah, like that? Yeah. No. That's her boob, but it. Her boob is being smushed up. It's being smushed to there. But over to the wrong side. I feel like that's yeah. Not... And only one boob no, is being smushed. When you bring a jacket together, you're bringing your your boobs together. Right, so shouldn't the other boob be here? Yeah, but it's moved over. You see, her thing isn't lined up. It's just because her jacket is too tight. She probably... You're about to see a nipple there. Like, No, we're not close to the nipple. And she's got fake Also, boobs. that... The, by the way, that zipper is far too close to real skin to me. That is... Un well, she probably can't like, feel that. She probably can't feel that. You know, yeah, that's true. But that's going to get caught in there. That 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 looks that's, like it hurts. It's not good. All zippers should should there should be a layer of fabric between zippers and any type of skin. I wholeheartedly agree. Okay, thank you. Appreciate the uh, tit expert uh cuddles everybody. There she is. Very goes. nice. Thank you for the input cuz you know us commenting you know we're going to get we're going to get called out. But this yeah. That is not where it should be. That is a middle boob. There are two others under that shirt. I mean, I've heard the term uniboob before. When you, when girls put on sports, my wife always goes, oh, I got a uniboob. It looks like one big boob. But this right. is this is like... She looks like the one from uh, Total Recall. Right. Like middle boob. Middle boob. Yeah. Three boobs. All right. Anyway. Um, let's go back to Joe Biden quickly here, Frank, as we wrap up the show. Uh, Joe Biden is declassifying. Whoops, we shouldn't be showing. <laughs> Who's producing go. this thing? Pepe is going to get fired. Uh, Joe Biden has ordered the declassification review of 9-11 probe documents. Um, the secret doc, a review, a declassification review of secret documents related to the FBI's 9-11 investigation the White House just announced Biden has signed an executive order directing the Department of Justice and other agencies to oversee the review and ordered Attorney General Merrick Garland to release any declassified documents publicly over the next six months. That's Why something. do we still have classified documents for 9-11? I don't know. Well, it depends what's what's in them. I'm sure there's intel about terrorists or whoever might be connected to this, you know. Who knows? I feel like this is going to reignite the 9-11 conspiracy theory. People they are going to be like, see? Like they need reignition. Re if, you're, if you're a hardcore conspiracy theorist, nothing nothing sways you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are we going to see here? This weirds me out. I feel... By the way, what, could they, what could there be? Yesterday felt like 9-11. Like when I left the house, remember that morning? Like it was like sunny and it was like cool yeah. and it was like, oh, fall's kind of here. That's what yesterday kind of felt like. Yeah. It was that like, ooh, not, like it's, you know, everybody's going back to school. Felt like fall. Right. I hear you. A lot of people, you know, like it's hard to believe like my nieces, they weren't even born, you know? It's so weird. So like, weird. They're, 20 they're year teenagers. anniversary. I know. They're teenagers How? and they don't know. I mean, they know about it. They've learned about it. My brother has taught them about it and everything. Yeah. But, you know, they weren't around. It's hard to it's hard to imagine not being around for that. It is because, like, we learned about Pearl Harbor, and we were kind of like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Like it, it, it can't possibly mean, I mean, as you get older, you get it a little bit more, but how, like having gone through this, you're kind of like, holy shit, Pearl Harbor was fucked. Yeah. Like it makes you feel Pearl, like other events more having actually lived through. Yeah. You know, a major thing like that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oddly. And at a really like at one o'clock in the morning, I started watching uh world trade with the one with Nick Cage. Oh yeah. Oh, I couldn't turn it off. I, I had to watch it. And I, I usually wind up watching, like I can go through one, maybe two things. I don't do it every year, but I wind up putting on something. Mm -hmm. I know HBO is pushing a Spike Lee thing and I've been kind of avoiding that. I don't know if I really want to watch that. Uh, but I do find myself every year kind of at some point or another for like two hours getting back into that mode and going through one of those things. It's it yeah. very, you do that? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, uh, especially the time, the time of year comes around and it's it's on your mind and things, you know, it starts popping up on in your, uh, um, in your apps and your streaming stuff. It's, it's, yeah. you know, if you want to avoid it, you probably can't, but you know, it's, it's, it starts popping up, especially, you know, we're only a few days away from the anniversary. So it's unbelievable what that guy, the guy who Nick Cage played and the other guy, how they had that whole building come down on them and they lived past that. It's fucking unreal. Un unbelievable. I can't even imagine that kind of scenario that you, you, when you come out of that, how you're yeah. like every day is a, is a, is a gift. Uh, yeah. It's it's insane. I, again, I, I cannot believe it's been uh, 20 years. Weird thing about that. I don't know if I watched it on HBO or Netflix, but it was leaving those services August 30th, which I found to be odd. That is weird. I wondered why. Like, is it because they don't want they don't want to be like taking advantage of it? But I feel like this is the only time really people would probably watch it. And yeah, why is that? Why do we feel the need to? Get back I mean, in touch with something like that again. Yeah, it's part. I think it's part of that. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, because you, because especially when it was real for for every, you know, it's people who were alive then, who were around then, twenty years ago. You know, you you, you don't want to forget it, because, but you do. You know, there's a little of each. You don't want to forget it because it's something important that a huge important event that took place. Uh, tragedy, but still important in our history. Um, so that's it. You know, it's like anything else. Why do people watch World War Two stuff? Why do people, you know, yeah. it's not for the entertainment value, but it's for the, oh my God, remember this. Holy crap. I feel you like know? it's different though. That's more educational or special. That kind of thing too. Yeah. You know, it keeps it, I don't want to say it keeps it fresh in your mind, but it like, helps you remember it better and it maybe gives you a little more respect for what happened on that day. You know, it, it kind of, you know, plays it out for you so that you don't forget. And it's, you know, let, let's say all of it went away, all the movies and, the t you know, the coverage about it went away. Yeah. You know, you'd probably be like, Oh, I want to not relive it, of course, but I want to go back and maybe learn about it more and, and, and get some other insight point of views about it just to educate yourself on it too. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. Um, 
um, victims' families have been um, sort of rallying to get these re records released amid claims that they show links between Saudi Arabia and Al-Qaeda. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at the language of this. He, he's telling Merrick Garland to release any records that can be released. Yeah. He, he, so it's kind of like, you know. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, you can't release, release top secret stuff that would endanger anybody or any kind of, you know, classified special reports. But you have to, you know, if you can release stuff, you release it. Oscar De La Hoya had a fight coming up on 9-11. He tested positive for COVID. He's canceling the fight. Yeah. I mean, he's not uh, pulling a Miles Teller. Oh, by the way, I want to know from people, comments, tweet at us, fill out the form on anthonyanner.com. Do you, do you watch something on 9-11, around 9-11? Do you watch a 9-11 special, a documentary? Right. You or know. do you avoid it all and, you know. Or do you avoid it all? One year, one year I went back and I listened to the air traffic controller somebody put together like the three hour span of when they first lost touch with one of the planes to the to the very yeah, end let's ground everybody and i yeah and i listened to that whole thing i just again it just popped up on my timeline and i start i clicked on it and then i couldn't put it down you know yeah, it's i mean it's fascinating and it's educational and you, you learn more about the event which is I think what the main reason these things are put together. Yeah. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya fully vaccinated and in the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Uh, put out a video not that long ago. Where he's like, I want you guys to hear from me directly. I'm in the hospital. Cause I was going to say kind of like, you know, you're 10, well, eight days out and you'd probably be okay. Get You probably get a couple of negative COVID, negative COVID tests before, you know, that sort of a thing. What do you mean? Like if you tested positive for COVID and you have eight eight or nine days, 10 days till like an event that you have, like I don't think there's reason to cancel the whole thing. You could probably. People have COVID for months. If you we get COVID, you, people, it's not something that goes away in a week, you know. Yeah. In a lot of cases. Some cases, it does. Your immune system fights it. You get a positive test, whatever. But yeah, there are Delta variant, all that stuff. It, it the people who are in the hospital for weeks, months. I didn't even have time to put the end in this next topic, but Rick and Morty is getting a live action uh, deal. And Christopher Lloyd is playing. Who's he playing? He's playing uh, Rick. Rick. Now, we, I saw this. I saw the video and it's just a little promotion before the season, uh, like the season picks up or the finale or something for this season. Now, is he getting, are they making a live action thing or was this just a promotion for the season finale? You know what? It doesn't really say it's entirely possible, but I feel like that's kind of crazy to get uh, Christopher Lloyd. Like he can't be cheap just to promote a season finale and not like have him come in and do like a whole. Yeah. Well, here's know, the thing, thing with Rick and Morty. You're not too familiar with the show. Basically, Rick is the grandfather. Morty is the grandson. Uh, and Rick is like this drunk scientist who discovers interdimensional travel. He goes to all different dimensions and travels throughout the universe and, and discovers things with science, science and stuff like that. So with this, this might be just because in the show, there are a lot of versions of the universe that they're in, that Rick and Morty are in. And there are a lot of Ricks and there are a lot of Mortys and there's just different versions. So this just might be another version of them. You know, I never got it because I thought, oh, that's Marty McFly and 
Doc Brown. It's kind of it's loosely based off of off of uh, Back to the Future. I mean, they don't do time travel per se, but it's the relationship is old man scientist, young kid, and they do these adventures together. If I was Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg, I would be suing these people. Uh, it's an awesome show. It's not Back to the Future at all. It's just the characters are loosely based, and Rick is a drunk uh, asshole. And it's not for it's not a kids' cartoon, by the way. There's a lot of cursing, a lot of a lot of crazy stuff that happens in this show. It's definitely for adults. Seinfeld dropped a trailer the other day. Did you see it? it kind of no. lit the internet on fire. No, I didn't. It's basically just like uh, you know they're coming to Netflix. It was like a big, huge trailer. October first, baby. It made me kind of. It kind of got me charged up. Like, I can't wait. It's on nothing right now. So I can't wait. Should we do it? Should we do? Yes. Whatever you're gonna say next. Yeah. I know. We got to figure it out on October first. Should we watch every episode and do a podcast on every episode? Yes, we it's a should. Lot. Or just have a segment in these podcasts devoted to the epi- next, you know, another episode. You know, maybe what I mean? that's it. We'll just do a Seinfeld dedicated segment. I think that works. I feel like that's a lot because I feel like you could do an hour on every half hour episode. You could, but is everybody going to tune in for just the Seinfeld stuff? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, like I said, I feel like we would do it in addition to this regular stuff. But I also. I don't know. Does do they want like behind the scenes info, or should it just be us talking about? Maybe we can just do it in a segment. I don't know. We're still. We'll try it out. out. It's nothing written in stone. We could try it out in a segment. We could try it out of the whole show. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see which which people like. Um, should we go to the? Is your brother still having the party? Is the it's party still, on. still on? Deal with it. It's still happening. You don't want to go? Don't go. I don't. Like I, don't I don't think anybody wants to go. I want to go. I don't think your brother wants to go. He'll be there. He's going to go. That's irrelevant if he wants to or not. I was so annoyed that my, I was going to say I had to go get him a gift. I was so annoyed that my wife had to go get him a gift. <laughs> Did like, that annoy you? you? She goes, I'm sh- I'm doing all the work. What do you care? I'm like, I hate it. Uh, I still don't like it. Now yeah. we're getting gifts for each other. It's fucking yeah, I, 40th birthday bullshit. Well, we when you're invited to, this- to a thing, you got to get a gift. No, we've never gotten gifts for it's been thirty years since we got. I can't. Even, what was the last time you bought me a fucking birthday gift? It's the last time you had a party for yourself. When was the last time? When did you throw me the party? D? What birthday was that? Yeah, I don't know. Two thousand nine. Twelve years ago. Twelve years. Ago, I probably got you something. Did Frank get me anything? It's probably cash in an envelope. Probably is. And who's um, gonna say no to that? That's a good gift. I have to go. I can't. I don't know if you and your bullshit. Come to the bull party. Come to the bull party. Well, you're going, so deal with it. Should we do a Facebook live from the both bull party? Uh only if we're throwing someone over the overboard. That's happening. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Don't forget to use that promo code AOA15 with the link in the description below. Save 15% on your Jumpstart Coffee. You'll be supporting the Navy SEALs, Jumpstart Coffee, and this very podcast. By the way, please support this podcast because I had to spend at least $30 on Frank's brother's bullshit gift. 
He's 40. Like, he needs a fucking gift from me. Get over it. Have a great one, everybody. Thanks so much.